today on the Av Podcast. We continue on with the special series within the podcast and release round three of the R&B Fantasy Draft. Out of all the rounds, this is probably my most enjoyable episode as we discuss our selections for not only our supergroups, but we dive into a variety of topics. The, the variety of R&B and, and what exact factors plays a part in hurting the genre right now. How social media plays a part in the oversaturation of the songs that we do like. Is having an overabundance of music a good thing? Plus, we get into the, the Beyonce conversation. We share insight into the production and the making of records, the concept of goosebump artists, and way more than this. I won't even hold you up. I, I just want to get into this episode. But before I do, you can watch this round on the South Sharaf YouTube channel, as well as being able to listen to it on all platforms. And hit me with that five-star love if you're listening to this right now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe to these shows on South Sharaf Radio. And check out SouthSharaf.com, my website for the catalog. It's that podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. Pass the R&B, please. Welcome to the Yav Podcast with Cal C on South Sharaf Radio. All right, so we're going to start off round three. And, uh, and Kevin, it comes right back to you. So who do you got yes. as, your, as your third pick? As my third pick, uh, my thought was in terms of having a super group, you could definitely have a super male vocal that has the range, that has the writing ability and the production ability. And a lady comes to mind that uh, that may upset somebody else, not, I mean, within this group, uh, <laughs> but it, 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 she's being stolen from a camp and RIP to Miss Tina Marie. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. right? Wow. Okay. Yes. And Santina, yeah. Yep. Oh. Vocal range, writing skills, uh, musician. That's, she's, she's got it. She's got it. And she has an affiliation mm. with, uh, with, um, with, with Rick James. So there you go yeah. again. Just, just, just perpetuating <laughs> the beef. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I think. She was. She's, she's now been stolen by Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to right. be a part of this this super group that and, and Rick's not gonna like that. I'm going to this show just for Ooh. the fights, man. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Prince could be outside stepping his heels like, what the hell, man? What's going on? Right now? <laughs> that, that's an interesting list, though. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Didn't, didn't, yeah, it wasn't. That's you see, this is what I'm saying. We can go anywhere here with this. Yeah. Yeah. This this is where it makes it interesting. Yeah. But yeah, for for the longest time, thought she was a sister. Growing up, that's yeah. yeah. and, and he then, is and a sister, I, man. And then I saw Thank the video, you. and I was like, "He is a sister." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "What?" She she plays too, right? Like she plays guitar. Yes, she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on stage. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting one, with Prince. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that's, things that when hot. she. When Rick James was in the studio, she was there too. She did a lot of work in the backgrounds that people didn't know. She played keys as well, guitars, mm-hmm. background vocals, writing, you know. So he may not have credited her on a lot of things because, you know, he's a Rick James. Mm-hmm. Bitch, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that, that works. I think Prince would be more, he'll be nicer to allow her to do all of that than yes. if she was a dude because he, yeah. he likes to let the ladies do that. That he does. But she, yeah. she definitely was my Bobby um, Caldwell. Ooh, yeah. like for years i thought she was she was black 
And when I found <laughs> you're like, what? I was like, wait, what? I'm surprised. Like, From Fire and Desire, I I also didn't know for a while. I didn't realize like she, she was, was the there? same person. Her, yeah. Oh, then yeah. I was like, oh, she sings Scribbins too. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. And both songs, I didn't know it was a white person until yeah, later. She's, she's you said, hold on. You said she, she sings what? Square is the square biz. Square yeah. biz, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Classic. Love the girl. Yeah. Classic. That's just yeah. Classic. I'm gonna have to hit the Spotify uh, list of Tina Marie because I I, I can't remember the, the classic shot the song that she has when she's singing is Portuguese or is it Italian? What what is what is the one that she has again? Oh she has a she has a song she did called a song called Portuguese Love. Yeah, that's what it I is. I think that's yeah. what you think. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Classic. She's yeah, a very like, unique artist, great. Awesome. It's a good pick, man. 100 percent. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you. Thank Boy, you. this 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 is where it gets interesting, man, because there's there's some heavy hitters on this list still, but I might um I oh, don't know where to go. I, 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 I don't know where to go. That's why I'm like, should we make another round? Because I'm like, it's so <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but oh but let's let's stick, let's stick with the with the five round format for now. And we're gonna start off with Keo here for this for the second right. pick of the of the third round. So I was very comfortable because you guys picked all the producers already. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to. Nope, I'm good still. I'm good still. So I'm just going to knock this off the board. Even though I, I don't need to do this right now, but I'm going to do it anyway. My pick for producer is Timberland. And the reason being is because spinning. We got what, three decades now. This guy's been spinning. Uh, setting the tone musically for a whole generation of R&B and rap music. Mm-hmm. I think that the music that he can make between Michael Jackson and Usher will be certified, just certified smashes. So I'm not worried about the tour. I'm not worried about the album. <laughs> He's going to throw some fire on there for everybody. And so that's my pick, Timberland. Great pick, man. Yeah, man. That's a damn good pick. Love that guy. Heavy, heavy. And heavy. I think it fits the sound sonically. I think it'll work together. And you know, you come up with something funky that you know that you haven't heard before, mm-hmm. different yeah. drum pattern or something. You'll you'll come up with something genius working with them. So, so that's my pick. There, there's two there's two directions you can go here for for this. Number one, mm-hmm. because I'm looking at your list, and I, I shouldn't question it. Now. I should be knocking your list. I'm not knocking your list actually. I'm not. But mm-hmm. I'm like number one. I'm like. Would would he be able to make a ballad for for like Michael Jackson or or Usher? Absolutely. But that, Absolutely. but that, but then also, but then also on top of that, I can I can see him making an entire new sound mm-hmm. for, for for that whole group that just there you go yeah takes yeah. everybody to outer space because for the longest mm-hmm. while he, he said like he he never had a style he used to yeah. make a style up everybody for... would take it and then he would change the style yeah, yeah. and everybody yeah. would take That's that how and he he would change it, it again so yeah. imagine that like, he could just sit down in the room with these geniuses and do something that no one else is thinking of right now. And nerd out. Like, and just yeah. nerd out. <laughs> yeah. Because, yo, Michael would love that. <laughs> just to be like, yo, they, throw this they, they guitar never, in they, here, whatever. They, they never did work together. No. Did no. no. That would have yeah, been just with Jermaine Dupri and, and that would have been sweet. Rodney been Jerkins. Phenomenal. Yeah, Rodney Jerkins. Which is oh, kind of a knockoff names, Timberland. Man. <laughs> you dumping names, man. We're good. We're, producers names. are done. The producers are no. all on the board already. Yeah, Pottery mentions, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, are the producers done? Hold on. Yeah, everyone's got a producer. Everybody's oh wow! Got, yeah, taking their producer. Yeah. Wow. Oh we. Oh wow. Wow. Right. Right. Producer's already covered. Yeah, that mm-hmm. production's already covered. Right. That's fine. Wow. Teddy so, Riley. So, Teddy Riley. So, 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 so we could just 
<laughs> yeah, we could just name so we could just name producers now. No, no, no. Let, let's let's, yeah, let's producer done. Let, let's you only get one defense. Yeah, that's you're it. right. That's the only producer you get. You're right. You're right. But there's one I can't believe he's not on this board yet. I'm surprised. Now here's the thing: is the producer slash singer? Then maybe you could do that. Do the singer side instead of producer. Right. Yeah. That's true. But because Chris picked Babyface as a singer, I'm sorry, yeah, as a can't. producer, he's not a singer. He's not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here. Not a singer anymore. <laughs> out of so here. Actually, yeah, you, yeah, you need a singer now. Yeah, you need a singer now. But that, that's, that's all good. I'm not helping Chris. No, that's not helping here. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a big man. He knows Lord, yeah, my list is good enough, man. Wow. There, there is... Um, oh, yeah, Timberland would... Oh, man. For hip-hop and R&B, before I get to my next selection, hip-hop and R&B, There's no man, top three producer of mine like ever, especially for hip-hop. Yeah, like it's, it's oh, not no even question. Yeah, yeah. For hip, for hip hop, I mean, for I like what I think what he showed you is genius. For example, just like a little short display of geniuses mm-hmm. when um the first verses that him and Swiss Beats did, right? Yeah, like the yeah. very first one at the at the beginning of COVID, and you know Swiss is in his car playing all these knockers and bangers and stuff, <laughs> and 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 Timbaland's not even touching his hip hop section. He's just yeah, he's. <laughs> He's just, just hitting R&B. him with the R&B. <laughs> just fooling around with the R&B right now. He's just hey, hitting I'm him not- with the R&B. Yeah. And, and I remember after a while, even Switzerland, I mean, sorry, even a, a Swiss Beats is like, yeah, yeah, you're not playing fair right now. He's just hitting, <laughs> with, just hitting him with the he didn't even He didn't even he hit Jay-Z. Like hold hit, that. Yeah. The dominoes, hit. like, hold that. Hold yeah. that. <laughs> just R&B. Just hit him with yeah. R&B. Not even, not even touching the hip-hop. That's what I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that right there. And people still think Swiss Beats won that. I don't get it. I, I, I disagree. I, I don't get that. I, I still got to see that one. Yeah, I never but, took that one. So you're right. Like I, I think he can create a whole new genre with the two of them right there, and then and then the choreography to go with that. Ah, oh, it's gonna be nice. Mm. It's gonna be nice. Mm. Dude, I'm, I'm building something here, man. I'm I, I see. I see. <laughs> I see. But you know I what, Calvin? I've said this to you before on another podcast where I said what I always find amazing about these producers is. I like to look at sometimes the um, just to imagine the the hours they clocked in. Like a lot of times people don't think about that. And and when we when we take people's songs, I say we because I've done it before. When you take when you get people's songs for free, right? It's we don't think about the hours that these people put into in a studio. I was involved with a record label one time, and I was the worst because after about six hours, I was like, I need to get out of here. I don't care what we're working on, but I'm gone. I know guys would be in the studio like 12 hours, 16 hours. And I found that amazing. But me, I only like I'm a DJ. I'm only good right. for about four to five hours. After that, finished I was products. Like, yeah, after after that, yeah. I was like, I'm gone. So everybody has their place. I, after all, I told them, I'm the guy that plays the product that you created. Yeah. Even in the studio making it, I don't I don't have that kind of time. When these guys go into the studio, just imagine people like Timbo, like the hours and hours they put in, man. And that's why somebody, remember what happened to um, Jay Dilla? Like he got himself sick because he spent so much time in the studio. in In the dark, too. It's like a casino. You're just in the dark. Yeah, you're not eating properly. And when you eat, you're eating trash, like junk food. It's it's all junk food. Like these guys guys gave you their, their whole being. To create like like what they are right now, and I, and, I, and a lot of people 
they don't think about that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just tracks to them. But man, to make an album, you know how much tracks you got to put out and then choose from that from that amount to, to put an album together. I, I commend all those guys for that. Producers like yourself, Keo, and some yeah. of the work like you and your brother have done in the past and stuff. I I could never like dream of doing that stuff. The hours in the studio is like you you come in there at nighttime and you come out the next day and it's still nighttime. Like that's that's the amount of hours you spend in there just like yeah. mixing and mastering. No, I mean, you, would. you would. I would be gone. Like yeah, yeah. Hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, you wear same clothes. It's just is because you're focused. You're like, we gotta get this thing mixed properly. And like when we were doing it, we like we cared. Like we wanted this yeah. thing to sound right. So mm-hmm. you know, we're, so we're trying to mix and master. Sorry yeah. to cut you, but Kevin and Shelly, yeah. This this guy used to work with people like Tribe and them. Wow, dope. You see where I'm coming from? So the, the, the work they put in, and he used yeah. to work with like, he, he, like people like Jay Diller, people like that. So yeah. the work these guys put in, like I said, I couldn't even get to that. I don't even want to get to that level. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's dedication because that's, that's your life right now. That's all you can do. Like, you can't, that's that's... Like, yeah, we're going to go to a party where they're like, no, we got a studio. We got to fish the st- yeah, track or whatever. Yeah, it's your passion, right? You got to be yeah. passionate about something. Oh, and the hour just even before you get to the studio, you're spending hours and hours just making music, mm-hmm. like sketching stuff, writing things down, like trying to cut uh, samples or making beats or whatever. Like you're just it's hours and hours of that before you even get to the studio. Then you got to write mm-hmm. the song, then you got to mm-hmm. record it, then you got to mix it, master it. It's, it's a whole process. <laughs> For me, just send it to me when you're done, and I'll play. It. <laughs> <laughs> It's months of your life, like this. You just throw it away, and like, and, on, and and on top of that too, like you know, it's it's like half perfectionist, right? Like you, the average person don't doesn't hear like ah the little ad libs you spent yep. like an mm-hmm. hour putting together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that person is not catching the regular person. Club, yeah, exactly. The regular yeah. person in the clubs, like what 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 vocal? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, the party. They don't care hear that part. Yeah, but I mean, to 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 your credit and any producer's credit even a songwriter or an artist, you, you, I mean, I've heard this from artists myself. They say you only get that one chance to release. You can't only release a song once. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. So it has to have all of those elements that you were looking for to release it. Unless you come with a remix, but that's a different story entirely. Mm -hmm. But you only get one chance to release a song for the first time. So, that's a good point. Yeah. Before yeah. I before I go, my next story, the classic story, because I can mention this artist because they're 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 <laughs> they're they're not in the demographic of the list we're choosing from here. But yeah. um the 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 famous one that the story that I love the most, one of the famous stories I love the most is um the Isley brothers. And mm-hmm. they were they were in a studio and they're trying to get this track out, trying to get this track out, and it was costing them money, right? And mm-hmm. they just weren't getting it together. And uh, I guess that the person that was running the, 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 the studio was like, listen, we have a next crew coming in 15 minutes. You guys better hurry up and get the f- out because we got to we got to <laughs> get these guys ready together. And they were still struggling. And then they said, you know what, let's just let's just make the track. Let's just let's just make the song right now. I don't think they were recording anything. They're just trying to, like, rehearse and put it together. Yeah. So they said, what, about five, six minutes to go? They said they they went did the song and literally in one take the moment the song was done the people came in basically kicked them out the studio gave them the real get out get out 
get out, get out, pushed him out the studio, got the next person in, was recording it. That song was Twist and Shout. <laughs> what the hell? So when you hear those stories of like, and I, I'm a sucker for those behind the curtain, like, I, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the sucker like that too, man. I sit there all day and watch those things, man. Yeah, so Twist and Shout, that monster yeah. was done in a flash. Yeah, it was wow. was basically like a foot in their back. <laughs> like get out get oh, out hurry up get, get out. this done and and that song has been sang for the last seven decades it's gonna outlive them they still play oh, yeah. at weddings man like, oh yeah that's a go-to song so i think i played it this weekend the matter of fact did you yeah i think it's just played this weekend <laughs> so I, i'm i'm looking at this list and you know you know again you know because i'm thinking of like the the lavish lifestyle of the castle that i want to live in and I want to continue that trend, but you know, I love the clubs, you know. So I, I, I want I want to get to the club a little bit. So the, in, in my mind, how I'm going to do this is there's definitely because there's going to be so much monsters here that you could be able to select. I want to be able to have about at least three, four songs off an album, which is going to be this artist, and hopefully it's going to be so strong, it's going to change the game. And I'm hoping Jermaine Dupree has a little bit of that Timberland magic where he just. <laughs> kind of creates his genre himself and just and just figures it out. But I'm looking at the people that are still left on this list. You know, there's so many different directions I want to go here. Mm -hmm. I'm very tempted to pick one. I'm hoping I can get them coming back. Let's mm -hmm. hope. You know, but the way Shally's choosing right now, I don't know. I don't know if this artist will be here by the time uh, it's, it's you know, <laughs> the fourth round comes. But I <laughs> and, and I, I was influenced by this artist, Caravana Weekend. I don't know if I don't know if you guys are following me here, but um, their album came out Caravan Weekend, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not their biggest fan. So their fans, please don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> but but I literally spent in Caravan Weekend for those that know that for those that don't know, it's basically you know the, the, the Caribbean festival, you mm -hmm. know, celebrating the culture, the music, and everything. It's it's here in Toronto. Every year, this is the first year back from COVID. It was, it was the whole weekend was great. You know what I mean? It was just great being back out there, especially you know when it was lockdown city for the last few years in Toronto. But, um, but I literally instead of in, during those times, I'm usually having my shark and bake. I'm having my mango chow, and I'm listening to <laughs> nothing but soca, soca, yes, cow, soca and soca. <laughs> but every time I hopped in the car, well, hold on, it's bacon shark, goddammit. <laughs> bacon shark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're making me hungry. Yeah, just couldn't let it go. You see, you see, my drink is gone. My drink is gone. So, so I might be a little touched. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, the, the as the weekend's going, I'm like, I start listening to the album. I'm like, huh, starting off pretty strong. Gets to the third or fourth song. I'm like, damn, it's pretty tough. By like the fifth or sixth song, I'm like, oh my god. I think I like this album a lot. Like, I think I love this album. Beyonce. Okay. That's a good pick. That's Everybody, a good pick. Yeah. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I, I figured you might have caught it, but I I'm wasn't like, even, you know, I wasn't even, that's like, I, I had her on the fence for the same reasons that you yeah. said, but it, but as a, it's, you, you could go in as to why it's a solid pick. No, just, you know, I mean, we, we, we all know the accolades, you know, like I'm just going over a list here Two over 200 million records sold worldwide, 28 Grammys, 26, you know, MTV video music awards, 
the Michael Jackson Vanguard Award, 24 NAACP. I mean, the list goes on and on. But like her, my perception of her changed the last 10 years, I would say. So I think mm-hmm. it's, was it the four album? I'm not familiar with all the names, but the four album, um, the Lemonade album was dope. Um, the production that she has on these albums is just, it's, it's phenomenal. Like, even if you're not an R&B head, like some of these, some of the club hits that she's coming with, you're just like, oh my gosh. First time I heard 7-Eleven, I was like, <laughs> I, w- I was blasting that with the windows down. When were you looking at me? I'm like, yeah, I'm blasting 7-Eleven. That's right. That's me. That's right. I don't care. You know, it's just, <laughs> but, but honestly, the Renaissance album, like what she did, like in, in terms of making it like would break my soul. And then, you, you know, you're, she's coming with the whole, like kind of bringing back house music and that mm-hmm. kind of 90s. That, that, that pure honey song is fire. I don't care anybody says. No. That is some fire right there. No, I can't. I can't deny it. I'm. I don't listen. <laughs> I'm not the Beyonce fan, so I can't sit there and say this is her best album or anything like that. I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm prepared to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm just looking at like the the hits that are coming from this album. It's fire from Afro beats to like mm-hmm. the house stuff and just it, it, the production is just incredible, man. And she's been knocking it out like the last ten years. I'm like, yeah, like shoot, you, you can't deny this. Can't deny this. I didn't even think she'd still be here, to be honest with you. But the fact that she is, I'm like, I'll take it. Her and Whitney Houston, I'm, you know, I'm hoping they're, you know, they can work together. But Jermaine Dupree, you know, he'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Calvin, people will come for me, but I, I've always heard. I've always, I gotta say, people will come for me. I'm not flying the ointment. I've, I've always considered her. The same way I kind of consider uh, Mary. Her voice, I'm not going to name certain people that, like I say, when I go see them live, you get you get goosebumps. You want to ask somebody to close the window. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She doesn't do that for me voice-wise. Like vocal-wise, vocal she, she never held me like that. Right. But I give her props for her team and picking the right tracks to suit her. That's where yeah. I put her. But as far as a vocalist, She's never she's never done it for me like that. Even her best records, like best best records, it's never pulled me the way certain artists, mm. you know, have pulled me. Like where you heard their vo- their vocals, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Like this is mm. this is this is this person's not human. She mm. never gave me that. But again, that team, that team to me is like at the, at the end of this, I don't I don't want to name an artist because I. She might fall in the 80s category, but as an artist to me that yeah. voice can compete with anybody. But I always found her downfall was she didn't have the right team. So she, yeah, she put up you sometimes you're like, your voice is like amazing, but you don't, mm-hmm. she's like the opposite, but you don't have the right team. People like to me, like Beyonce and Mary, they have the proper team to fit, to fit their voices. So their vocals, I wouldn't put them on the level of like a, you know, a Patti LaBelle, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Right. But, but they make it because they, they did it properly, you know? Yeah, so I, I definitely have to agree with Chris on that because I've never been drawn by Beyonce's voice. Mm-hmm. I've been drawn by the hook of a song or the production the of package. a song. The total yeah. package. Yeah. So yeah. It, and it has to be presented that way. If not, it, the voice alone wouldn't, it wouldn't draw me in. So I definitely, I definitely see where Chris is coming from. I, I agree with him 100%. Mm-hmm. And then the entertainment aspect of it all, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's, she's major. Like, 
yeah. The show the showmanship and then and then yeah. again she's and then the other thing I want to mention too, like she she's mastered the the especially for this. I mean, I don't think nobody's really doing it before her. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I like to call it the the unauthorized album drop, where you know, especially on Spotify, this is the big thing where you wake up in the morning and and you see Twitter going crazy, <laughs> and you look you're like, oh, Beyonce put out a whole new album. Okay, right. and, then, and then for the rest of the weekend, everybody just get. Yeah. that's all you get, right? And she's mastered that a, quite a few times. Like, you can kind of even say this one because I, I mean, maybe it was being promoted. I don't remember it being promoted. It, it might have been this last album. No, no, she just dropped it. She just yeah, dropped it. Yeah, yeah, Keo's right. Yeah, yeah. She, just, she just dropped it and then just power. Yeah, she doesn't have to promote it. Power. I w- I'd like to hear a woman's uh, view on, on absolutely. This. You thought you um, get it, Shelly? I actually agree with a lot of, of what you guys already said, but um, Beyonce is interesting um, to me because I, I feel like when she came out, um, I, and even when she was in Destiny's Child, which is a good point, she can work in a group. Mm. Um, when she came out, like I didn't, same thing, I, I, I didn't really like her voice personally. I didn't really like, like the way she sang. But one thing that I noticed is that she improved. She improved, she kept improving. Um, I feel like technically she's an awesome singer, but I also feel like there are singers who don't have to sing even very many notes, but they dig in a certain place where it touches me. It gives me goosebumps. I don't get that from her. Um, But at the same time, the spectacularness of her performance and even her vocal like combinations, it kind of replaces that for a lot of people. You know what I mean? And then, of course, she, she's pure eye candy, you know, and she carries it. She does, It doesn't wear her. She wears it. She really does. And um, she's done things that I think are pretty unbelievable that I haven't really seen any artist of this generation do, like, especially after she had her kids. And then she did that. Was that performance at the, uh, was it the, was it the yeah, Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Yeah, with, I think it was the Super Bowl. Yeah. With the. Yeah, with the with Egyptian, the yeah, oh, like, oh, the homecoming, oh, the homecoming, okay. yeah, one? like that was yeah, just like that was one of those things where you're like, are you human? Like, like <laughs> the, the the level of work, I really haven't seen very many. Maybe Tiana Taylor's, I shouldn't mention her name, but I haven't <laughs> seen very many people um, exhibit mm. that. So that says a lot. And again, even with all of that, being able to command the stage and then being able to work, humble yourself to work in a group. Um, which she still has, you know, done things with Destiny's Child, yeah. um, not till that long ago. Yeah. It, that says a lot. So, so I think as a package, it's kind of it's a win. People do like her, and people do revere her. Almost like there's certain yeah. the the way they've marketed her, they've created like a reverence around her. And her people, fans are nuts. People have bought into <laughs> it. You know, they really believe it. The, the beehive was crazy yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, like don't, you said, don't come really... after. Don't come after me. I picked her. It's like, <laughs> not to cut you off. Not they to cut did you off. And, and, and you know what? People thought she would be fly by night with a lot of the trendy stuff she's done. She's still here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it speaks for itself. Um, but I do feel the same way. It is very interesting. I don't know what that is. She, it's interesting. She's interesting, uh, even as a person. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a win again. And you need some eye. You need some eye candy. Yeah, I, I think when you have the right team, I mean, you hear people say it over and over and over again. But I think she's a great example of it. If you if you have the right team and you're willing to listen, man, the sky's the limit. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the sky's the limit. Her team is her team is phenomenal. 
from publicist to to like marketing, like phenomenal, mm. man. Top notch. Shally, who's your pick for the for for the third round? Listen, I'm like stuck right now. <laughs> Not that, I, I, not that I don't have a lot of people. It's just more Take like, your time. Take your time. Who should really go next? Um, okay, so I'm kind of not following suit with what you guys are doing for the most part. I'm picking artists that it's like, okay. But um, there's so many people that I could choose. But I'm going to choose another uh, younger artist. I'm going to choose Lucky Day. We'll get to the ladies soon, but um, Lucky Day. He's an mm -hmm. R&B artist. Um, mm -hmm. And honestly, like, you just have to look him up. Like, every single song is solid. The production is solid. The writing is solid. I've seen him live. It was one of the best shows I've seen in a very long time. And he doesn't do music. He is music, period. Like, he Ooh. just, he is music. He embodies music. He doesn't do choreography and all this stuff, but he moves like someone that you could, you, you, you can imagine is a dancer. You know, uh -huh. and I think him with Bruno Mars um, would be working perfectly. His band was like <sighs> explosion, like insane. Every member of his band was like crazy. And I feel like, again, Bruno's also had experience and, you know, values that band singer dynamic between the two of them. I feel like it would be awesome. I feel like the harmonies, everything would be sick. But definitely look him up um, because, you know, he's not. Uh, I don't want to mention anybody that people might mention. He's not. No, no, no. Lucky, lucky day is nice. Lucky day is definitely nice. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Listen, I don't want to mention other people that I'm going to mention. But I don't really care because I'm not going to use these people no more. But like, <laughs> he, he's he's his name isn't Joe, okay? Because I love Joe and I thought of him as well. But he's on the level. He's literally on the level, and he writes his songs. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, no, um, there's another artist which I'm not going to mention because you might choose him. But um, who's who's actually uh, on the runnings to have signed him before he signed the deal that he has right now? Who's also a huge artist? Like, yeah, he's awesome. No I, love, I love the qualms. collab. I love the collaboration with uh, with Earth, Wind, and Fire. That that he, yes. uh, that he did. That was awesome. Yeah, he he's he does, I've never seen a crappy performance from this guy, and his recordings are solid. He he dabbles in a lot of different pockets in terms of influences as well. Mm -hmm. um which if you listen you'd hear a little prince even though he didn't sound like Prince. i'm just talking about the production like the music um oh, it's good it's sexy it's perfect yeah he's great got it mm -hmm. <laughs> got it no no it's, it's, he's, he's legit like he's, he's write it down this, 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 this generation oh, yeah. this generation nice. for sure you're making me you're making me do my homework he's man. a goosebump <laughs> he's a goosebump guy he's a goosebump guy you know what nice. i mean of this generation, a lot of people don't think that exists anymore, but there's it. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And and pretty 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 versatile as well because uh, I mean this artist is off the board, but um, you know I, I I mean I'll mention him right now because but not artists are producers off the board. Uh, since since we, that we got everybody's got their producers, so I can mention his name, but you know he's he's done some work with uh, Montreal Zone. I love to shout out South Shore Zone, uh, <laughs> Kate Kate Trinata. You know, yeah. um, and, yeah, and like Kate like is incredible producer, incredible okay. producer, you know, from the exactly. South. Yeah, from the South Shore. And, you know, he can get eclectic <laughs> and stuff, too. And yeah, like so. So when you hear like what they've done together as well, like and the remixes for that, like you're just like, OK, like this guy's this guy's yeah. nice. definitely for this generation, for sure. But yeah, gone like, into space there. Yeah, <laughs> now he's definitely legit. Um, 
Chris, who do you got for the final pick of the third round? Um, I, I want to make a quick comment on something Shelly said when she said um, people, a lot of us uh, today don't think there's a lot of goosebumps people out there. And I always, I always say there has to be because the universe doesn't just bless a couple of people. Most of these goosebumps people, I'm sure you still find them in churches, right? The problem is they don't get put in mainstream. And that's exactly. where the problem is. So the, to me, the universe has to be putting them out there. It has to be. There's a, there's a Al Green somewhere out there. You know what I'm saying? There's a Stevie Wonder like somewhere out there. But the problem is somebody's dictating or, or group is dictating who we consider top notch. And we know there's better, but they're out there in the church and on the streets. And that's the problem. Or so people like... Yeah, so so it's happening that, with hip hop for sure. There's so many female MCs mm -hmm. and they just mm -hmm. keep making us think that there's only like a few and they're all doing the same thing wearing bodysuits. Like there's so many yeah. with <laughs> so much versatility. Some of them sing and produce as well. And it's like, yeah, yeah. we're not, they're not getting the push. You know? but, you, but you see what you did today? Like, like putting up on like lucky day. What I would ask of you is things like this is, is great. And, and here's why. When you find artists like this, if you could, of somebody like me, and send me a message, you know, because oh, sure. people like, like myself, like Kevin, like, you know, like, like uh, Keo, anybody doing radio or out there, we're looking for stuff like this. But, but Charlie, it's so hard to find. Oh, yes. Like, it's so yes. frustrating, man. We get so much music sent to us, and a lot There's of it a deluge of music out there. Oh my gosh! Like you can't, you can't, you'll go crazy. You can't keep up. Yeah, it's and, an overload. Most yeah. of yeah. tell you, we're always searching, especially like DJs that came through the '90s and like early 2000s. We're yeah. constantly searching for goosebump artists, that mm -hmm. vocalist, but we can't find them. So a lot of times, yeah, yeah. yeah people will tell me, "Man, Chris, I don't know how you guys survive because R&B is dead." And I'm like, "It can't be. Can't be dead." But when yeah. you hear it, please, like. Message me at least if you can't send it to me and I'll try to find it. But I need like, well, you just said there, you're making me do my homework now. I need to hear things like this. You know what I mean? I think there's actually a lot of popular R&B artists I don't listen to regularly because in my opinion, they sound, uh, a lot of females as well that sound to me like almost all the same. And it's just not my vibe, you know what I mean? But there are some that they're still fresh. They're still... Um, unique and modern but they have something else going on that's deeper and i like that you know what i mean so mm. yeah i have no problem doing that i'd love to do i mean that. i, I want to piggy... curate something for you <laughs> uh, no that'll be i i, I want to piggyback on what chris is saying because it's so true because it seems like what what r mainstream radio has done has killed r&b the that core of r&b the essence of r&b that we know right mm. So, yeah. I mean, I want to take this time. I was actually going to wait till the end, but seeing that Chris touched on it, um, <laughs> Shalia, I want to thank you for, for, for naming these names that I will then, as Chris is probably doing some research to say, you know what, who else is out there? Yeah. Because R&B is, is a lost genre right now. Not to say that it's lost, that it's not out there. Mm. But it's lost in the sense that it's hard to find. Hard to find. Hard to find quality. Ma mainstream right. R&B is hard. Yeah, yeah. mainstream R&B. Watered down. Yeah, it's just not there. Yeah. And, and, mainstream, and the rap, they want to be rappers and the, the singers want to be in movies or something. They want to, nobody yeah. wants to sing. 
Yeah, just, right. That's your job is just singing. You don't have any aspirations. Singers. The singers, man. You don't plan to do some movie. You don't plan to do your your job you're is not just a social media. You're not a social media. You're not. You know what? I I I just like to see the presentation of variety. Like it, again, mm-hmm. mentioned hip hop as an example, but I'm like the city girls can do their thing. It's fine. I just want to mm-hmm. see other things, <laughs> and right. that's how nah. I feel about our, that's how I feel about R and B. Girls were good. <laughs> no, but <laughs> what I'm saying is that. Yeah. I know. I, I totally understand. Yeah, what you're it's saying. that variety. Like, like in R and B, there's some there's some singers that are not singers. They're or they're actually a very mm. soft voice, mm. but they they you know they're not blowing like like some other artists. But there's still something you like. I don't know that touches you about the way they're singing, and mm. some singers, um, I don't know, like they have a unique combination in in the way they put together their notes. But it might be more of a sing rap vibe. But again, they're coming with something fresh mm. so mm. to me like i'm open to having the variety but i want to see the more variety I, I i having six or seven artists that all dress the same and like literally it's almost yeah. sound exactly the same or one artist sounds different and then all the other five do what that artist is yes, doing. yes. Mm-hmm. and then and then as an artist you're also expected to do exactly that for every yeah. single song on an album yeah. and, I don't, and i don't want to hear an album that even that's just me I like the uh, variety. I like to hear some fast songs, some slow songs. I this thing where one whole album is just all like slow songs too. That's just me. Uh, I don't want to hear variety. So trust I, me, it's not just you. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, no, it's, it's not just you. I've <laughs> I've gone to record companies and and shopped like music and artists to, you know, VPs of companies and presidents of companies, and there there's nothing home. They don't think about anything. <laughs> like I, I've sat in a boardroom with a VP. I'm not gonna say which company, yeah. but I sat in the boardroom with them and we're like, well, this is the song we got, this is the thing, this is the artist we're working with, this is the and they're like, Do you have anything that sounds like this? I'm like, but well, we don't want to do that. They don't we're trying to do clue. something different. Yeah. They don't have a clue. Oh, and cool, and especially A and R's. I'll never forget. I told the story before, but like went to a meeting to go see this A&R and we couldn't start his meeting because he was watching Batman. Um, we had to wait till he finished watching Batman before we could do our meeting. I'm like, I came wow. from Canada down here to see you to shop some music. Like, wow, <laughs> man. I spent all the hours in the studio getting here to go to meet, do this meeting. We're this guy's Batman. got his slippers on on the couch watching Batman. Like, press pause. <laughs> this is why the industry is what it is. It's nepotism. Hey. And sometimes it's like, not oh, yeah, even yeah, yeah. um sometimes it's not even the artist like how many artists have we heard of that actually had to fight for the sound that we know now yeah, or, the, or the, the curation of their albums that we hear everybody's now, you know? forcing them into the cookie cutter yes. mold. Yep. everybody from top to bottom yeah if you're when you get a deal like you have the people who do promotion for you yeah you your publicist you have, everybody's pushing you though you should do something like this you should yeah. get a haircut like this like it is a funnel I, I've had a record deal, and I'm telling you, when they tell you what they want, you just like, well, I just want the deal. I want to go out and perform. So you start doing the stuff. You got you start folding, and like that's the reason why our album never came out because we didn't fold. Which is I don't know if it's a source of pride. Or I could have had a plaque on my wall right now, but it's like a, they everybody wants you to go do this thing, and they're present to the company, to the A and to the your engineer to produce like everyone wants you to do this thing and they're funneling you into just nothingness was that taupe mm-hmm. like just vague <laughs> brown that's what they're funny you too it's hard but that, that's a deep conversation you know 
It's a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It's a, it's a, that's, that's a different show, man. I can vent for hours on this. Uh, but yeah, you know what? It, it gives us a little insight about what some of the artists go through because sometimes yeah. you don't know yeah. that it's, it's not, not. Sometimes it's, it's not, not 100% the artist, their you know? fault all yeah. the time. Like a lot of sometimes. times, the manager, it's uh, like, oh, you haven't been, you don't have uh, anything on the radio for the last couple of months. You got to get out there and do something else. Like, that's, I think that's what happened yeah, to us. Hard. Like, yeah, you got you to gotta get out there. And this is what the kids are listening to now. Mm-hmm. Everything is a thousand times worse because of TikTok. You have uh, no idea the monster yeah. that this thing has created. It's a good I mean, point. So social media has definitely killed some songs for me before they even get big. By the time they get big, I'm like, I don't even yeah. want to hear this song anymore. Do the yeah. stupid dance. So it's, it's so, it's but they're so making them do the dance. TikTok's paying for that though, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Getting some people paid big time. And can I can I add one more thing too? If there's any DJs that end up listening to this show, there's something else a lot of DJs have to stop practicing. This thing about getting a song and feeling like you want to drop that song and have that song before anybody else. And then what happens sometimes they go beyond that. You got this, you found this song somehow, but you're holding it on um, for yourself. I know some guys who move that way and it's hard to get certain tracks like out of their hand or who is this artist? Sometimes you'll you Shazam it and it's not coming up. I think that's yeah. also something that hurts the game also, where we're not sharing the music. There's guys that, yeah. that find certain R&B tracks and they will not, you ask them, I've had DJs tell me, I'm not going to name names, but I've heard DJs say, well, you know, Chris, I got to yeah. play this track a few times first. And I'm like, you, but you're doing the, 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 the artist a disservice. Injustice, yeah. yeah. They want to be saying? played. Like, what do you mean you got to play the track like for a while first? What are you talking? You talking weeks or you talking months before they'll tell you who it is or send it to you? To me, that 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 also is hurting the game, especially in the R and B world. Like somebody like Lucky Day, like what you what you presented here, Shally. Like a DJ gets his hands on music like that, send it out there, put it out. Have you guys heard this track? Blah blah blah. And to me, that's how that's another way you could reverse this also, or at least make it fifty yeah. fifty. You know, I understand the bubblegum music and stuff that's out there, but at least make it 50-50, man. Give us a little bit of something else on the plate. Mm. Well, who's your fifth pick, Chris? Who's, who's, your, who's your pick? Sorry, fifth pick. Sorry, your your third-round pick. This artist, I was blessed to see twice back in the days. And this artist sound, I love, I mean, all you guys could attest to this. I love to go to a show and the artist could perform for like two hours and every song they sing it sounds just like their freaking record mm. and you're sitting there and you're going like like holy shit i feel like i'm sitting in my living room right now like listening to this artist i love that yeah. you know what i mean yeah i was blessed to see this artist twice on both times i sat there like again goosebumps you know whoever you went with they almost didn't exist like you were just focused on that two-hour show Unbelievable, and that person is Mr. Luther Vandross. Oh, ah, yes. But wait a minute, wait a minute. When did his career start? His career started with a group, yes. And when was that? And that was in the late 70s, but he went solo in the 80s, right? He went solo. Well, actually, 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 change started in 1980. Okay, then who was? He was he was out before that though. I he think was he, a background vocalist. He was a background, background vocalist. Yeah. But he yeah, actually went solo in eighty one. 
It right. counts. It counts. Yeah, it counts yeah, I, thought, I did the math on this beforehand because he was one of my picks. So yeah. <laughs> it counts. He, he started. He started the the change. He was he was lead singer change in 1980. They came on 1980. Yeah. Well, he got that. You got that. He wasn't actually the lead singer. They didn't have him as a lead. They had him as a background vocalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. They needed a vocalist, and they said, "Okay." In the, it was actually in the studio, and they said. Luther, come take 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 the part. But then he was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I won't do it. And then they recorded, and lo and behold, the biggest songs and their breakout songs were the ones that he were the he was the lead on. Yeah. Because keep in mind, he only did the two tracks for leads. Yeah. And after that, his solo career was was launched. Was on a I mean, those right? tracks so, to this yeah, day. He's, he's amazing. Oh my yeah. god, it's like my favorite. That's an understatement. Like, so true. No, you're so true. It's so right, Chris. He sounds exactly. He sounds exactly. Exactly. exactly as yeah. the record. Exactly. Both times. Both times I saw him, he was one of those artists besides Stevie Wonder where I didn't want you talking to. Me. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. I, yeah, I was gone. I said, you know, there's one other artist I got to see like that. And I could say his name, but there's one other artist on my bucket list that I have to see mm-hmm. that I know I'll be the same way. Because my growing up in my house, you couldn't say shit about this artist. My mother would take your head off. And that was Al Green. Yeah, so Al yeah, Green, the day I yeah, see Al Green, I know, leave me alone. Let me take this in. But Luther, Luther did that to me. And, and I always say to this day, one of the saddest moments for me, <laughs> with Luther is when he passed. I felt like when Luther Vandross, two people when they passed, I felt like as a community, we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it. It was almost like a passing. It was Luther Vandross and it was Barry White. Mm, when those yeah. two icons passed, it's like nobody, our community almost didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, and I think, I think Luther passed around the time like Farrah Fawcett passed. So a lot of people was more focusing on, on was it fire? No, it wasn't. Fire. Somebody passed around that time. And when Luther passed, it's like nobody talked about him. And to this day, to me, that's one of our biggest loss in, yeah. in as far as like our community. And I mean, Luther to me was uh, absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. He sounds incredible. His voice is oh, yeah. Yeah. amazing. Jeez. He's an innovator, like vocally, yep. like the, he... Mm-hmm. He innovated vocally, like he just—I don't know—he's on the edge of yeah. everything that he did, and all the co- even the covers he did that you didn't realize it was a cover because he's oh yeah he more, more than that. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's what Michael Bolton wanted to be yes basically oh. <laughs> absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Don't and I don't mind Michael Bolton, but I mean, but Luther, Luther, when he did the yeah. cover, but Luther was effortless. Yeah, was Michael Luther. Bolton was not effortless. I'm sorry. No, True. no, you're right. You're right. His voice well, is a horse. Love, love him, but you know. yeah, Luther, Luther had some tracks. I used to say, if you're going through a breakup, do not put that track on. <laughs> Crack that record in half. Send it out your window. You're going to be suicidal. (laughs) (laughs) He had certain tracks that, I mean, geez, like unbelievable, man. Back in the days when I used to go to New York a lot, like um, growing up in Montreal, we were closer to New York than like Toronto. You can get to New York in what, Calvin, like six hours? Six hours. Yeah, yeah, super short, yeah. Yeah, we were in New York a lot, you know, visiting family and stuff. And what what I'll never forget was the, the quiet storm days. So you listen to like uh, BLS, BLS and Kiss FM yeah, and, yeah. and listening to some of his tracks back in those days, you were like, man, like 
they like I'm happy the industry found this because somebody like 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 that was supposed to end up like how we ended up. That wasn't supposed to stay in a church or something like that. You know what I mean? And I used to always say, thank God I wasn't blessed with that. Because if I was, I think I'd have about 15 children right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You'd be Sean Kemp. You know, basically. <laughs> unbelievable. But I had to. Now imagine him. Imagine him with, um, with um, ballots coming from Babyface. Hmm. Some fire right there. And, and he could Baby also write music. too. music. Yes, yes, and music could write as well. I said, and he could yeah. write too. And he yeah, wrote and yeah, produced yeah. too. Yeah. So, so imagine them in the studio working together. My God. And then like, hey, Mary, you know what? We got something for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just looking back at this list, it's, cra- it's yes. crazy. Yeah. I started off last, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but but before before we end this off, end this third round off again. So just a, just a recap, third round so far. We got Tina Marie. Um, we got Timbaland. We got Beyonce, Queen B. We got Lucky Day. And we got Luther. This draft, I like this because it's 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 not what I expected to be honest with you. It's not it's not where I expected it to go, but it's it's all heavy hitters just the same. You know what I mean? And and that's the beauty of having it open to this degree, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now with now with that said, we're three rounds in. There's an elephant still in the corner of the room. <laughs> still, still, still in the corner wow. of the room. Okay. So still gonna hold my breath for now, you know. But uh, yeah. I'll just I'll just leave it there for now. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Av Podcast, round three of the R&B Fantasy Draft. Now, round four will be released next Friday as we start coming down the home stretch of creating our supergroups, which I'll mention again was man, it was so fun to do. And this round was definitely our most extensive overall when you throw in the aspects of the music business and everything else. Now, keep in mind. I'll be updating the playlist for the draft on on Spotify. We'll be releasing the song selections for the round three artists. That'll be up tomorrow morning, all right? So start your morning or your day with that, or the weekend for that matter. I don't say this enough, but much love and respect to Shally, uh, Waka Productions, DJ Keo, and last but never least, DJ Chris Nice for doing this. Check out the catalog as well on my on my website at southsharav.com, including for your NBA fans. The annual NBA previews of the Eastern and Western Conference. Check that out wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you hit that like and subscribe button as well. All right. My name is Cal C. And you just tuned into the latest episode of the Av Podcast. Until next Friday, I'm out. Have a great weekend. Round four is coming.